This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. He was a giant, and he was a cowboy. Now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful, perceptive, and controversial sports talk podcast in America. Former Dallas Cowboys defensive end Jim Jeffcoat locks horns with former New York Giants wide receiver Byron Williams. And now... Here's Byron Williams and Jim Jeffcoat. You know what? First What's of all, on, how you doing? Good evening. good evening, Byron. How are you this evening? I'm doing good. You know what I'm going to do is what? talk to management about putting some Cowboys and Giants highlights over there, Misak and Phil Sims. I That'd think be good. Have- I think that'll be good because you sometimes you need to get your build your ego up a little bit. So we, we can do that. <laughs> you know, I sack Phil Sims more than anybody in the NFC East. I know that's probably why he won't won't even call you. I'm yeah. gonna see if I can get you know I got his number. I'm gonna see if I can get Phil to give you a call. He might get scared because he, he, might he get a little nervous. This would be really great. This is a great idea. I just thought of it. You he can do the quarterback camp and you can do the D line camp. There you go. Those are two of the most powerful positions right now in the National Football League. That's true. That is true. But um, let's get on to uh, football. A lot of things are happening. Um, a docuseries, Jerry Jones. Sounds some money. He sounds some big money. Who in there is going to Sims throwing touchdowns against the Cowboys? That's why that's why I come in. Very many. That's why I come in at. (laughs) He didn't throw very many against the Cowboys. But Jerry Jones, Netflix is reportedly has a docuseries, a 10 series docuseries, and they're offering them a $50 million. They outbid um, Apple and someone else. For yeah, I, I saw that today. And uh um, $50 million. They said they got footage that nobody hardly ever seen. So evidently yes. they're gonna get some of those those uh those 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 really good footage of you guys and the behind the scenes when you say certain things, and it's gonna be really good. Yeah, yeah. So that should be interesting. And then we know that you think they're gonna show the one where you pull the muscle in, tra- in training camp. I never pulled a muscle. Okay, I I, I might have got I might have thought about Leon Lynn or somebody. You got it wrong because I never pulled a muscle. I was pulling. World class sprinters don't pull muscles. I forgot about that. Couple but things. Yeah, I saw that today. They're gonna make. I mean, they gonna, a lot of people gonna be watching that. Yeah, and I think so. It's gonna be kind of like uh, the Last Dance. Yeah. With. Um, uh, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good series that they show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, get up close, behind the scene, while yeah. the players are in the training room and, you know, players are getting on the bus, off the bus, getting on the plane, getting in their automobiles. Exactly. You know, it's just a different, just a different view for, for yeah, people. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they put in there and what they don't put in there. Yeah, Because yeah. There's, there's some things, obviously, you can't put in there. I wonder where they put Jerry Jones' girlfriends in there. Ha <laughs> No comment. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking, everybody. I'm joking. joking. <laughs> oh man. Hey, couple of things. Um that I looked up today. Mm-hmm. And it's five things that Cowboys fans should know about the um the Giants offices, including new faces and more. What's that? Give me that. Let me, let me see what you're talking about. First thing is Daniel um, Daniel Jones' new contract looks familiar. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the same because they want to be the Cowboys, obviously the Giants. It's the same contract that Dak Prescott signed. What? Yeah, because he wanted 45 to 47 million. They gave him 40 million. 
It was a four-year, $160 million contract. So, hmm. so it's the same one. Well, they, they kind of bought in the same, same category for us, the Epsilon for us being the next tier quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. They, but and, and, until they win the Super Bowl, until they win the Super yeah. Bowl, they're going to be in that, that same tier. Obviously, you know, Prescott is a top 10 quarterback, and Jones we know is not, but, you know, he's younger. Well, that's that's still to be seen this year. Wait until the season starts. They already – every analyst has put that, that Prescott in the top 10 quarterbacks. Nobody's – He should be in the top 10 quarterback because he had, he, had, he had a better set of receivers than Daniel Jones. That's not my fault. Well, I'm, draft you, I'm just telling you that the, that's the difference. That's the difference in being. I got to draft better, you know. That's the that's the difference. I don't. But but Daniel Jones have had a lot of receivers injured on injury reserve the last three to four years, and then his star running back was out a year before last. Oh my goodness! No, oh, look at that. Hey, hey got, let me ask you a question. Her. Let me ask you this question. Yes. Have Dak Prescott ever rushed for over 500 yards in the season? I don't know. I don't think so. Daniel Jones have. Yeah. yeah. So that's. I mean, so you you have to look at the personnel that's around the quarterback. But the last four times, and correct me if I'm wrong, how many times have the Giants beat the Cowboys? In the that, last that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about we yeah. talking about the set of players around each quarterback. Think right. about that. Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been healthy the last two years, but Saquon has. Ezekiel Elliott is not with the team anymore. No, he is not, but he was. So we can hit that. Yeah, we can argue about this all day, but I'm, I'm still saying you can't compare apples to oranges or oranges to bananas. You know, we, we have to get to the point of where we got to compare these guys Almost even, but based on what you just said, that's interesting that they signed Daniel Jones for the same similar amount of money, contract. you know, similar the 40 million. Yeah, yeah, similar contract. Yeah, um, next thing they're talking about is obviously Saquon's holding out, and um, he has to sign by a certain date, doesn't he? He had to sign by a certain date, I think so. Yeah, well, I don't think if he's if they gave him the franchise tag, I don't think he has to sign it because Josh Jacob is talking about sitting out the season. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I always go back to, you know, uh, what's the name uh, played with the Steelers, uh, ABM Bell? Yeah. Um, you know, when you sit out, I, I just seem like something, nothing good going to happen when you sit out. But in my opinion, I think, you know, you try to somehow – Talk with your agent, see if you can work things out. Well, depending on the type of player, Emma Smith sat out the yeah. first two games of the season, and he came back and we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we did have a quality team. But y'all were losing the first two games. Y'all were losing. Y'all yeah, didn't have running games. Yeah, we lost. We yeah. lost the last two games. So, so I remember uh, Charles Haley and all you guys stepping up and talking to. Jerry Jones, let's let's get Emmett back in there. Let's get him back in there. So, and then which you know Jerry Jones did that. Yeah, yeah, he did. And the rest is history. You guys just went went on a terror of beating everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, we did. We um when we got him back, we uh definitely went on a terror because he was that part. He was that guy. Yeah. You know so. Yeah. So the next thing they talk about is that the Giants targeted needs in the draft. Um, they drafted, obviously, in the first round, Deontay Banks, the cornerback. Mm -hmm. Right. They think that he's going to be an integral part of what the Giants do on there. The only thing you got to remember is Wink Martindale, their offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. Right. He's going to blitz you. He's going to play a lot of man coverage. Well, that's he he, he that's the kind of that's the kind of defense they played in Maryland, though. So he 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 particularly played a lot of man. Banks did. I mean, this is different. He ain't going against those guys he wanted in Maryland. He going. I, 
But the young men have been having a good training camp. Uh, OTA has been great. And so he so, had pads on, huh? No, they ain't got no pads, but, you know, they his movement. It's a little his, different when you get in pads. I, I understand that. I understand that. But his, I think he, the way he picked up everything so far, the defensive scheme, um, his techniques is really good. And everything they have shown, he has been the highlight of the training camp on the defense side of the ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they're talking about uh, an offensive lineman from Minnesota, John Michael Smith. And they think he's going to be pretty good in Jaden Hyland in the third round. Yeah. I think they did real well with the with, with the draft choices. I know they wanted one of those receivers, <laughs> but I think they got the guy who I thought would have went in the first 15 picks. Uh, you know, uh, Banks. So I think yeah. they are happy with what they have, which yeah. you, know, you can't go wrong getting a good re receiver and at least a good defensive back, cornerback. That is true. That is true. And then they took um, Oklahoma running back Eric Gregg in the fifth round. And I think he's a solid player, young player. Yeah, they said he's similar to Miles uh, Sanders, who used to play for Eagles and now is playing, I think, in uh, Miami. For the I, Dolphins. Yeah, I think he went to the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And then you also got to put Darren Waller in there. Darren Waller. Darren Waller is there. What I like about Darren Waller, he being himself, he's coming in, he's working, and uh he's not talking, you know, he's not he's not trying to have media time or anything like that. Right now, he's trying to come in and absorb the offense. And be the leader that he needs to be, and that's if, if you come in there with a mature minded. That's the key thing in New York. You know as well as I do. You got yeah. you got to put in the work. Yeah, and then they um he's had and he's been in the league seven years. Mm -hmm. He's got three thousand three thousand five hundred seventy two receiving yards and nineteen touchdowns. He's had two one thousand yard seasons, twenty nineteen and twenty twenty under his belt. Right. So the other seasons. He hasn't been over a thousand yards. Well, he missed about six games last year, I think. Yeah. So that hurt yeah. him. Yeah, he did get injured. And um they brought in Bobby Okery uh from the Colts, a former coach to play middle linebacker in their uh defense. And he's 26 years old. He helps him with a veteran credit. They also brought in Jameson Crowder, mm -hmm. Paris Campbell, Amani uh Arreri, safety Bobby Kane, wide receiver Jeff Smith, and defensive tackle Raheem Nuez Roger, and then a cornerback Leonard Johnson. So it should be interesting. I think the Giants will be okay. I think there's still it's going to be interesting because every team in the NFC East has got better. Right. They, no every team have really have added depth to their roster. And experience they roster. So yeah, I got I said Sunday on there, everybody's talking about the AFC East. I think the AFC East is gonna be similar to what happened to the AFC West. Everybody was talking about this and that, and they were gonna beat everybody. And what happened to the West? Yeah. Denver wasn't very good, the Raiders weren't very good, Kansas City was very good. Sandy uh Eagle Charger, I mean, excuse me. L.A. Chargers were good. They finally made the playoffs. So you had two teams out of four. I think the same thing is going to happen because now on to our next story is Bob Kraft and uh, Bill Belichick are starting to have difference of opinions. I didn't realize this. Bill Belichick has never won a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Absolutely, he haven't. Yeah. So, so what that tell you that you got to have that quarterback in place. Period. Yeah. And they say that um they're saying that Kraft is not gonna let him just be there to break the record. He's gonna he if he has to make a move, he's gonna make a move with Belichick, which is you know, it's that's just the way it's way with the players. Bill Belichick has done that to players over the years, so why can't it be with coaches? Exactly right, and that's that's the nature of the game. I mean, you you you. It's all about winning the Super Bowl, 
at the end of the day, you know, in the last four or five years, the Patriots, you know, since Brady left, yeah. the Patriots are not the same. Yeah, and they probably, if you look at the AFC East, they're probably the least talented team in the AFC East. They probably gonna come in last this year. I'm beyond because you look they, at Miami's probably the most talented team. They did a Brady. I think they had Miami as the fourth most talented team, and no other team in the AFC East in the top ten. And they just signed Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Jalen Ramsey is off and on though. But I'm just saying, just to have him on your team, your defense can give you can give more, you can free up more more of your defensive players. Yeah. And so you know, but you know, Jalen Ramsey is the type of person that you're gonna take. You you challenge him, he's gonna take it and and, and run with it. So I, I, I that's what I like about him. He's so confident, and mm-hmm. he got the experience behind him. Yeah, and I I would agree with you. But uh, Miami's the most talented. Then you probably would have to say. Uh, it's a toss-up between Buffalo and the New York Jets. I would give Buffalo the edge. I would give the Buffalo the edge just simply the fact that uh, Josh Allen, what he brings to the table. I mean, he's been he's been the most consistent quarterback in the last two years, yeah. and two or three years. And I tell you, he's he just he's just a beast out there on that football field, and then yeah. he can run that ball. So and they, and they have offensive with Diggs, obviously, and their receivers. Their tight ends are good. It's just a question. McDermott's going to have to spend more time now with Leslie Frazier gone yeah. with defense. Yeah. So is that going to take away from him? And, yeah, it's got a question there. That's going to be the key. That the defense, how good the defense can be sustainable as well as the running back position. Yeah. So I would say that they're probably the second best team there with the Jets being the third, and New England is going to struggle. So this might be um, – and I saw this happen with uh, Coach Landry. And Coach Landry, tremendous one, won those Super Bowls and was a tremendous coach. But at some point, like I said, with players, you got to make decisions on players. You still have to make decisions on coaching staffs too. Exactly right. And, and you know, and when you – when you, everything got to be on, on, on uh, I guess on, on point in, in so many ways that, you know, your coaching staff, your chemistry, um, you know, when you bring in the free agents and you bring and then you drafting these rookies and then um, the terminology, how quickly can they pick up the playbook and then the injuries, you know, if it, it, key guys don't get hurt. That's and, true. Uh, so those are the factors I think when you, when you look at it and, but I, I'm telling you, I, I think the Jets right now going to be a team that that's in the AFCs. They're going to be tough to beat. Here's the thing with Aaron. Uh, I know why you're saying that with Aaron Rodgers, but I think Aaron Rodgers is somewhat a me guy. He can play the role. Uh, I understand that me guy stuff with Aaron Rodgers. I understand that, Jim, but this is what I see. I've been looking at a lot of footage in OTAs and the the the, the, the what they're doing in in in, uh, in in practice and things like that, and I just think they have, they have a different they have a different excitement about them and, and just out there on the football field. Maybe it might be something different. But, I think it'll be okay, but who? What division are they playing this year? They playing the NFC East. That's why they're gonna have trouble because every team in the NFC East has improved. No doubt. And that's the problem they're gonna run into. They're playing teams that know how to win. This is this is the point. Teams that want to win. This is the point that I'm gonna make. Okay. Tom Brady went from the Patriots to the (laughs) and what happened to the Bucks? Instantly they became a whole different team. Yeah, but you can't put Rodgers in the same Bowlers. He the MVP. He been the MVP. Has only won one Super Bowl. I understand that, but he been the MVP how many times? He's been quite a few, but okay. It's not about is he gonna win a championship for you? And Man, it's let me you that. When I saw Aaron Rodgers land in New York with a new haircut, looking like he looking like he done made up his mind that he wanted to finish the season right, to finish his career right. That's when I decided to say, 
you know, and then he made a statement. We're going to dust off this Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl three trophy, and we're going to put up a new trophy. And I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just think about this 2023 season. And they won that third Super Bowl. They won Super Bowl three. The Jets did with Joe Namath. But what I'm telling you is that I think the Jets going to be the team they're going to surprise everybody. They're going to they gonna be a team that went from worse. They can. They can. And I'll tell you why. Because everybody is already getting ready for them. They're going back and looking at the old Green Bay film. They're looking at all that stuff to make sure they understand what Aaron is likes and he doesn't because they've already told him. If you don't like it, we're throwing it out. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, more of my word. By the middle July, of the season. July the 5th. With yesterday was the 4th. July the 5th. Byron Williams said the surprise team in the NFC this year on the AFC side of town is going to be the New York Jets. He'll be by the middle of the season. He'll be looking for a mushroom farm. Okay. Rooms, man, it'll be with his rooms. <laughs> okay. okay. Other news. Your boy Hopkins has not been signed yet by anybody. Well, I just think, first of all, ain't a whole lot of team got a lot of salary cap money to pay him. Oh, now that's the excuse we're going to. But he's a top 10 receiver, you said. He is a top 10 receiver. He is not a top 10 receiver. I'm telling you. What he, what he did, he missed the first six games last year, right, with the Cardinals, right? So that only leave, what, 12 more games, 12 weeks to play, 13 with the with the bye week. I'm telling you, this guy is going to be hungry. When he get on the team, you're going to see what I'm talking about. The way he runs his routes. I mean, you you can just throw the ball his way. He, he got the, some of the best hands in the league. He is old. He's starting to deteriorate. No, nah, he's not old. I don't think so. He's thirty-one years old. I, I'm thinking he got he got three good years in it. Oh my goodness! I'm telling you. I'm telling Mark you, Jim. Hopkins is not going to be, and today's July fifth. I'm telling you. Okay, I went to Giants. Go to the Patriots. Hey, if he can play with the Giants, DeAndre Hopkins play with the Giants. Man, you they gonna put the Giants at the top if they oh. if they had if they had, I'm telling you. Oh man, you sound like our producer now. No, I, I hope I hope are nobody. Are you? Are you taking the mushrooms? Are you on mushrooms? No, but that's what I want. <laughs> if we can sign Saquon and D D Hopkins, <laughs> you might well hang it up on the NFCs, NFCs, but oh, the Giants, you, they gonna put the Giants at the top. The Giants couldn't beat Philly. They couldn't beat the Cowboys. And so all of a sudden, they've gotten that good, they can beat both of them. Watch what I tell you. DeAndre Hopkins is going to disappoint. I'm going to tell you this. And this is a this is the hidden factor. And you you take this, you put this up out of your pillow tonight and you sleep up on it. I'm I'm getting my pillow ready. The NFC, the Giants have the best coach in the NFC East. The and best they do coach. have it, but they don't have the best coach. Okay, I'm he telling you, now, but he's not the best coach. He's the best coach in that division. Yeah, I'm telling you. We'll see. We'll see. He's well, got a lot of energy, and he coaches with a lot of energy. And I like the ball, but I wouldn't say he's the best coach in the division until they consistently. I'm gonna start calling him BD. Bad <laughs> dog. So he gonna be coach. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna go, he go come up. I'm just saying the way he. No, he, he's a good coach. No, Don't get me yeah. wrong. The way he stimulate, motivate, and have the players dedicated. And he gonna he gonna put it all together. Watch what I tell you. But no, and then you got Dalvin Cook still out there. Yeah. There's another one, and he's been a quality player. But you know what? Every year there's there are certain players in free agent market uh, didn't get signed. It's gonna be drifting. So these players might be hanging around to it to, to the season start and the injuries hit. Yeah. And then you know, and um a lot of teams are seeing what they have with their younger players because a lot of teams seeing, but I'm telling you, you can't count on super Jim. You cannot count, you know this well as I do. You can't count on 
count on too many young players come in and yeah, do it. Yeah. Not in football. People thinking this because they had a good college career. No comparison once you play to the once you I play agree. in the NFL. I agree. But he hasn't been, you know, Zeke Elliott's still out there. There's quite a few out there that are quality players. But, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm really on DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's a good player. But does he help you win a championship? I tell you what. I guarantee you, DeAndre Hopkins, if somebody signed him, he'll have over 1,100 yards. Oh, and he'll have 10 touchdowns. Watch oh. what I tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot. He is not as. I'm gonna make a note that. So, so we can get him. I'm making a note too. I got it right here. But I disagree with that. I disagree. He works hard. He's gonna be. Yeah. Whoever signed him, you know what? What team might sign him? The Patriots. He he be wasting time going to the Patriots. Patriots, they're they gonna be at the bottom of the AFCs. He'd be wasting time. He wanna go to the team that going to the going to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys are not gonna sign him. <laughs> you said the team going to the Super Bowl. So well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. You got Brandon Cooks and you got D Hopkins. Which one would you take? I take Cooks because of the speed. I would take D Hopkins. That's what I would tell you. So what that tell you about the, the Cowboys? I don't think they really want to win. Ooh, okay. I hope the Giants can pick. I hope somehow the Giants can get the uh, – the, We will the find out about it. We will find out about it the first game where the Giants are because it's at, at the Meadowlands – or not the Meadowlands, what they call it, MetLife Stadium now. Yeah, MetLife. And Cowboys and the Giants play the first game. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Saquon will be back by then, so you won't have that excuse because I know that was the thing to say. Well, Saquon didn't play. I want Saquon there. <laughs> I want him to play. Uh, and you, you have you're a you comedian. You're, you're a comedian sometimes, yeah. You're a comedian. <laughs> Darren Waller will be there. All these great receivers they picked up. Are gonna be there, Jameson Crowder. I mean, shoot, Cowboys might as well not even go up there. They might as well miss the plane, all of them. Well, I think I know it's gonna be a long plane ride, plane ride back. Because we used to send the Cowboys back on uh, when they come to Maryland. We used to send them back crying. Okay. No, but but I, be I, up I, there. I was watching um, the nineteen. 92 Super Bowl. It was on um, America's team. Yeah. And I saw a little bit of 93. I know you were watching it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the thing that you'll be saying after the Giants and the Cowboys play is how about them Cowboys? <laughs> how about this? Y'all don't have the same coaches. How about that? The same coaches that got you 12 and 4. 12 and 5, excuse me. 12 and 5. No, okay, 12 and 5. But what happened when they go to see the 49ers? They lost. They put their tail between their legs and they come, they, they get ready to go to the offseason house. Not not, not not who there. Not not who there. It's it's the cowgirls getting ready for off season. We are done for the season because they they the forty nine are them home every every year. What happened to uh, the Giants against Philadelphia? The little Giants. Yeah, we it's we we that's three times in the same year. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't the same year because it was and they started off the Giants started off the year right. Yeah. So, and, and another thing too, that this year we got seven games on the road in the first ten games. So uh-huh. that's gonna be. I don't know who made this schedule up though. Yeah, to that's tough. It's tough. Let me tell you. But if they if they can get six and four, that'd be good. 
Yeah, if they get six and four, but and, nobody has an easy way. And they have an opening opening day win, opening day win. Uh, I don't think so, but you have to have some hope. That Prescott, uh, Kellen Moore, who is with the L.A. Chargers now, and he has Herbert, who you've said is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He said this, that that Bruscott is the uh, one of his, the best leaders he's ever been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I heard him say that. Yeah. So what can you say about that's that? What I, that's what I just thought about. Kevin, uh, <coughs> to the Chargers, I'm going to have to change my, my outlook on the Chargers. Because <laughs> I don't know if he can he, – I mean, he might get up to this point and then he level off. I don't know if he can take him to the next level. Herbert? Yeah. Yeah. Just the Herbert, man. Prescott's gonna get the monkey off his back this year. Just the Herbert, he he got the secret sauce, man. I'm telling you, that boy can he play. Can yeah, he can throw now. He can play, and then he gonna be playing. Yeah, there's gonna be, gotta be some intangibles too. He gonna be throwing to Quentin Johnson. Uh, he, I think he would be the best rookie wide receiver uh, this year in the performance. The kid from TCU, he he, he, he did first round. So I'm telling you, the Chargers gonna be tough. Well, the Cowboys and Chargers play. Good regular season. I'm taking so. the charge of that game, mm. and I give you one point. Mm. What do you think about that? I, I know what you you don't you a hater, so what are they playing at? Uh, they play in LA, so yeah. it's gonna be cowboy fans. That's anyway. a loss for the cowboys, right there. I'm That's gonna be that cowboys now. fans. They played in LA last year, too. Well, they ain't got the, they they the last year the Charger was kind of uh, injured. They had a lot of injuries. Well, they gonna have them this year. Oh, think so. I don't think so, Jim. Well, a couple things. Um, the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks, landed um, Grant Williams from the Celtics in a signing trade today, and they also. Um, put a uh, restricted free agent from the Trailblazers, Matisse Thibault, and they signed him in an offer sheet. So the Mavericks are trying to make some moves to help them. They got rid of Reggie Bullock, which I kind of questioned. But, uh, and then they signed, uh, the Mavericks signed three assistant coaches. Well, this is what I like about Grant Williams. He's mm. tough. He'll go down there. He'll co. He'll 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 try to be a defender on the tallest guy, on the power forward. It doesn't matter. He go. He's he's he played tough basketball and team basketball, and sometimes he can go out there and hit that three. So Grant Williams is a. I think he's gonna bring a lot to the table, uh, and I think that's what Dallas need. They need a strong arm guy to come in and bully and be a bully. He's a bully. Did you see? The game against the Miami Heats when he tried to <laughs> card Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw, I saw Jimmy it. Butler, what happened? But Jimmy Butler just he just he's a I didn't dude. answer that. What happened? Answer the question. <laughs> he dominated about all I know. <laughs> he dominated. But I'm just saying Grant William would be a good Dallas didn't have that on their on their team, though. I agree, but he can't be a starter. He is a role player. Well, yeah, in, in basketball you got to have a role player, but he he'll be a he be he be coming in there. He can he can bring a change of momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think he can fit in the in the scheme of things when he come in and and, and play the way he played. That's, that's all I'm saying. So I I agree with you to a certain extent. I think. I think, help him, but, I think uh, Dallas needs somebody like that. They, they didn't have that before. They've been uh, trying to find a player like that. I think that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what Dallas does because I think the Lakers have gotten better. I don't think they're still on the level of the Nuggets right now. because Here's something interesting while we're talking about basketball. Did you realize that the Golden State Warriors had no player over – 6 uh, 11. They don't have a player over 6 11. Did you yeah. ever realize that? I, I I was thinking that because they didn't have never had a big man. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I thought that was interesting, but I still think 
right now, the Nuggets are probably the best team. Now everybody's talking about Bradley Beal uh, going to the Phoenix Suns. Well, this is what I think. I don't think the Nuggets going to win back to back. And I think I think they got two good heartbeats on that team. So I, I think you got to have three good heartbeats, three good guys, solid guys to continue to win. But they got away with – they kind of got away with, they slipped up there in first place, and I think they just had carried that in into the playoff run. And so I, I think it's gonna be hard to to repeat. That's what I think. It's gonna be hard to repeat. So who's the second best team? Last year was the Lakers, right? Yes, yeah, Lakers neck up there. Yeah, but they swept them, correct? Yeah. <laughs> I think Phoenix is gonna be pretty tough. Sacramento, Sacramento Kings was the was the surprise team. Yeah. The uh, one thing about Phoenix is they got one ball. Yeah. Who's gonna get the shot? Who's gonna get the last shot? Bill, Booker. Chris Paul went to the Lakers, right? No, Chris Paul went to the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Okay, that's right. That's right. So, man. I, I still like the I still like the the, the, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, they're gonna be competitive. Cause they can shoot. They're a little long in the two too now. Yeah, they they ain't got that they ain't got that dominant center because they nobody can hold. Um, you know Denver. I mean Denver just they might. I don't know if they're gonna compete though. They they gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. And over on the other side. Um, you still got some things that you gotta get done with the Knicks. The Knicks, what well, the best thing about the Knicks, Brunson, you know, he played well. I mean, he he just like a great addition. He he was like he was the formula that put them in, in, in that next tier. And then so it was exciting to watch this year. Do you uh try to get Damian Leonard Lillard? I would. He he needs to go to a team that he got a chance to win, go to the to the NBA final championship mm-hmm. game. That's what he, he needs to go to Miami. He's he like right now, he would be the player that if I was a on in up in, in the NBA team, he would be the player that I would want because he just got everything. He brings everything. Been the mm-hmm. most assistant player in the last three to four years for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's something for you. I don't think the Celtics. I think the Celtics. They they're not improving their. They're not doing. They're not improving their. Unless they get some players that we don't know about. Yeah. I think they're not going to be in the top two like they were this past year in the, in yeah. the NFC and the NBA East. Yeah. Yeah. Got a cup and now we got our basketball in. Rangers are losing three nothing. I know you wanted to know that. So the Rangers, um, yeah, they had a kid over there in Garcia. He done hit twenty one home runs. Yeah, but they struggled against Houston. Houston's yeah. only three games back. Yeah, three. They they won three games out of four, right? Houston did. Yeah. And they were three games back. Yeah. Um, Here's something for you uh, that you like. Here's the NFL teams, and we might not get through this. Uh, wide receiver, tight end, running back rankings for 2023. Wow. I want to hear that. Huh? I want to hear that. So the le- the last place uh, or the la- lowest rated team at number 32 is the Houston Texans with Damon Pierce, uh, Dalton Schultz, who I wasn't impressed with. I saw him practice and I wasn't. Devin Singletary, Mike Boone, and Noah Brown. So they don't have a lot of um, players. Why and Robert they, Woods is there too. So Robert old, Woods is, why, Robert Woods. they did get, yeah, they did get John Michi back who was suffering with uh, leukemia. So that'll help them. So they're ranked number, um, they're ranked number 32. And last year they were ranked number 32. Carolina Panthers are number 31. And they traded Christmas, uh, Christian McCaffrey and G.J. Moore. They got, uh, obviously, Bryce Young, the quarterback of the future, Adam Thielen, 
and they got a guy named DJ Chark. Hmm, I never heard of him. Yeah, they took a rookie in the Jonathan Mingo. So they're not very, they don't have a lot of talent. And they do have the addition. I said Miles Sanders went to Miami. He went to uh, Carolina. So uh, that's the team that doesn't. Number 30 is the Arizona Cardinals. They cut DeAndre Hopkins. Zach Kurtz is bro. Now, I think they're number 32. Go ahead. You think they're number 32? I think Houston probably got a better set of receivers than Arizona Cardinals. Zach Kurtz is coming from ACL and um, MCL surgery. Marquise Brown is a little bit – is really good. I like him. Yeah. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. James Conner. James Conner. He was inefficient. Rondell Moore. Uh, the biggest thing is what Kyler Murray is going to come. You know, can he get the magic again? And you know, you know, coming off of that knee, knee, knee surgery, going to be going to be a question mark as well. Yeah, that's true. Number twenty nine is the Tennessee Titans. This is the team that needs uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. That was the first team that he went and visit. That was first, they, but they don't throw the ball as much. They don't. They don't throw the ball as much. The, the downfall of the Tennessee Titans was changing AJ Brown. AJ yeah. Brown took Philadelphia to another level. Yeah, they thought Burst would. I think they thought the wide receiver from Arkansas Burst was going to come and have a good yeah. season. That just goes to show you a rookie coming out of college. I don't care what. They you Burst, yeah. You just can't – you just – it just take a little while. Maybe a year or two. Maybe maybe it take a year or two. Yeah, and maybe it will. But I thought that was the biggest mistake. Here's the interesting one. Number 28 is the Green Bay Packers. Nobody would have thought that. Who they, they have? I can't name a receiver that they have. Uh, wow. The most experienced is Josiah DeGarda, who's in his fourth year. And Mercedes Lewis. Is they the got a, they got they top two receiver right now is got a Christian Watson. Watson. And Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. Who they are both, not? They're, they're both in their second year. They both in their second year. Yeah. So you're right. But yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Well, that's what that's that Aaron Jones. They got a pretty good running game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Yeah, plus Aaron Jones catch that ball out the backfield. He got good hands. Here's the one that's going to bother you. I know it's going to bother you. Number 27 is the little New York football giants. They say crazy. <laughs> Sagan Barkley carries the load. Yeah, we got a lot of new receivers. I, I'm, not, I'm just – here is it. It's not me. Okay, we got we – got, Isaiah, Isaiah Hodges, he came on strong at the end of the season. Yeah. He really did. He did. He he he. he yeah. uh, but still, Darren Slayton, Darren Slayton. I hope he yeah. I hope he worked out real hard this offseason because he got great potential. Yeah, and I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you. We got a guy named Wade Dan Robinson, Wade Dale Robinson. Yeah. Of course, we you still got Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard took a pay drop, pay cut a little bit. And you got David Sales and Ricky James. Yeah, but this is this is the kid that I love, that I that that I thought was gonna be good. His name is Jalen Hyde, out of Tennessee. A rookie. What did you just say about rookies? Well, I just think <laughs> this is this is what I, I've been watching him in OTAs though. I've been watching him. Yeah. He he he's more than what they thought. Let him get the pads on and we'll find out. Wait till yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait till they pop is a little behind. We got another we got another receiver named Paris Campbell. Yeah. You got some uh ones with potential. Number 26 is the New England New England Patriots. How can you put the Patriots in front of the Giants? You can't. I just think who gonna put this list together and know what they were doing. Hunter Henry and Janelle Smith are the tight ends. Uh, Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, who struggled at times. 
They got Juju Smith Schuster. Juju Smith, he he gonna play ten games. That's all he got. Yeah, Jalen Waddle. Uh, excuse me. They got uh, Devontae Parker though. That he's good. yeah, he's a good player. He's yeah, a good, and they might have your guy. So Hopkins. But I can't see them in front of the Giants. I disagree with that. And then here's another thing that kind of is interesting. Number 25, they have the Indianapolis Colts. And I can't see the Indianapolis Colts are not better. And you're going to say me, Jonathan Taylor, just because – but he had an uh, ankle injury. Michael Pittman's really good. Yeah. <laughs> he had a breakout year, but you don't have anything else. Michael Pittman, yeah. that's that's Yeah, you got Alex Pierce. He's even your deep. Yeah. A guy named Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. But I don't see that. Yeah. Those guys, I, I you know, they, they, had made a name. they had made a name for themselves. Yeah. Now, I could see number 24 is the Denver Broncos. And I what I like is Jerry Judy is pretty good. He had a high ankle sprain. And I could see they have some guys. Tim Patrick, running back Javante Williams who was sidelined with a torn um, ACL, K.J. Hamler. And I could see them getting better. Yeah, I could see, I could see, I could see them getting better because of Sean Payton. Yeah, and they got Marvin Mims. You know, uh, they picked up some Samai uh, Pegram. So they're really good. I mean, they got some good players. They, they, they really yeah. have a tight end. Gabe Dulich only racked up 411, but. I think that's a little too high. Here's another interesting one. They were ranked seventh there last year. They're 23rd this year as the Los Angeles Rams. With Cooper Cup? Come on, man. And they're saying that um Allen Robinson. They got Van, they got Van Jefferson. Yeah. And they got uh they got some players. Higby is pretty Hiz good. Hisby. Tyler Hisby. Yeah, so I, I can't agree with that. I'm like you. On that one, but cool. they don't have a lot of depth. They don't have a lot of depth. They yeah. really don't. Number twenty-two is even with your guy Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson was offensive rookie of the year. Uh, <coughs> uh, they got Brees Halls who got hurt early and uh, tore his ACL, and they got a guy named Michael Carter who. Um, uh, Jack was high on. But they got they got uh they got the, the kid from uh from Kansas City Chief. Um uh Hartman. McCall Hartman. Yeah, they got McCall Hartman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They also have Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, but they might be on the downside now or well Lazard is real familiar with Aaron Rodgers, which, yeah. which is good. And they got Denzel Mims. Who's a good player? Yeah, um, they picked up Tyler Conklin and CJ Usama from Cincinnati. They picked them up last year, but they didn't make you. They don't make you afraid. They, they didn't make no. They didn't make no impact. Yeah, but Next Gary, player, Wilson, Gary uh, Wilson. He 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 gonna be. Yeah, yeah, he's a real deal. Yeah, he's a real deal. The next player our team is number twenty one is Washington Commanders. Yeah, it's Gary Terry McLaren. Terry McLaren, he's he's a stud. Yeah, it just ain't no other way to put it. He just and needs then, some help. Yeah, he does. And then you got um Johan Dotson. I think Johan, they got, I yeah, picked yeah. him. Yeah, I picked him high. Then the running back Curtis Samuels. Uh they're tight in. He doesn't play the whole a lot. Yeah, Logan Thomas. Yeah, so uh I'm questioning that too. Yeah. This thing that blows me is the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> they got them number 20. Well, you know I mean? Yeah. You got Gabe Davis. You got Trayvon Diggs. You got Marquise Valez Scanling. I mean, come. Oh, no. he's. I'm sorry. They don't have him. They got Dawson Knox. They plot. They, they drafted Dawson Kincaid. That's one of the best tight ends in the draft. Yeah, and they got Devin Singletary or James Cook. So, I mean, Naheem Hines has played well for him. So, I don't – and Stephon Diggs, not Trayvon. Stephon. I think I think they should be in the top ten. 
Yeah. They should be around. They should be around eight or nine. I don't know who is talking, who's doing this, because now just because they got one of the best quarterbacks, Josh Allen. I, I still say you got to look yeah. at the quarterback that's throwing these guys the ball. Yeah, number nineteen. Are you ready to take a deep breath? The Ra- the Raiders, Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. Number nineteen. They got the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Are they serious? But they're saying that Isaiah Pacheco, Jared McKinnon. Edward uh, Clyde Clyde Edwards Helene are not very, and then Kadarius Tony, they don't have a lot of um, depth. Experience, they don't have a lot of experience. Yeah. And they got Maurice Ballard Scanlon, but you got like you said, some of is coaching too, and they get those well, Kadarius Tony. He he needs to grow up first of all. Yeah, yeah. They got a kid. How can here's the thing? Uh-huh. Number eighteen is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're going to tell me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have better personality. Than they. And they do have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, they do have those two. But they don't have any tight ends. Cameron Bright, O.J. Howard. Yeah. So I don't believe in that. And they don't have a running game. You know, and they got Baker Mayfield. as the, And I'm just saying, some of these things well, I question. I'm trying to think who put this list together. I need to revise this list because yeah, I'm telling I'm, you, they they must have been drinking some whiskey that night. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. How can you put Tampa Bay higher than Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, and they got Bill Barnwell and ESPN staff. I don't know what Bill Barnwell is doing. He must have been hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he he must get paid to put to put this list together. Somebody paid him. Somebody paid him. Cause this is not a very good yeah, list. Yeah, they do have they have Tampa Bay. They have Tampa Bay over the Kansas City Chiefs. That's crazy. Yeah, and then they got number 17 is the Chicago Bears. Now DJ Moore is good. I like Justin Fields. Darnell Moody is gonna move to a number two position. And I think that Khalil Herbert is pretty good. So, uh, it it's some of these teams though in in this middle pack from ten to twenty. Yeah, they they can they can really rotate and switch around. You know, I agree. I agree. Number sixteen. I'm trying to get through as many as I can. Okay, as Detroit Lions. Amon Ray St. Brown's is St. Brown, St. Brown, yeah, he's he's a real deal. But a lot you, of got the quarter, you got the tight end, TJ Hockerman. Yeah, but that's all you have. You got a couple of running guys. I mean, but are those guys that good? I like the quarterback. I played against him. I coached against him in college, and he's pretty good. Yeah. Golf. And they traded Andre Smith. Or, um, but you know that one, that one receiver from Alabama, he got suspended for game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see I, I don't know what this guy was. Yeah, he got the Baltimore Ravens as number fifteen. Yeah, and I, I was, just, just because Odell Beckham went there, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah, why we put them up. Can, Be- can um, Beckham stay healthy the whole year? No. And that's the question you got to ask. He's going to play 10, 10 to 12 games. That's all he's looking for. Yeah. So and he's he, he, he going to sign $12 to $14 million because he got $2 million incentive package or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the question. Um, Dobbins, Dobbins is pretty good. Yeah. And, and then you and the tight end, Mark Andrews is really good. They got one of the best tight ends. He's still in the top three, Mark yeah. Andrews. No doubt. Num- number four. But they do have flowers. They have flowers. Yeah, Zay Flowers. Yeah. Number 14 is the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints. Hmm. Chris Olave is really good. If Michael Thomas can get healthy, they got him. And obviously, I would. If he can stay healthy, that, that, that's going to be a beast. Yeah. Now, you got the tight end. I forgot his name, but he's not bad. So. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Derek Carr, Derek Carr is, he got, he got a, he he got something to prove. He, yeah, I, I like. But do you put them as the number fourteen best offense in the NFL? Maybe with the coach and Derek Carr, you could put them up there. 
Wow. They're 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 around they're around at 14 to 14 to I'll say that 12 to 14 if they can stay healthy. I'm telling you. Okay. Derek Carr, Derek Carr scored a lot of points last year. I, people forget the 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 Raiders lost four games. They were ahead by 17 points. They defense let them down. Yeah. Number what? 13 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. <laughs> That's what I said. I had the Steelers down around 18. Yeah, the Kenny Pickett. They're saying that George Pickens is pretty good, but who's playing tight end? Who's going to run the ball? Najee Harris. Okay, he 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 got his head handed to him last year. His rookie year he did good, but last year he dropped off. Yeah. Now the next one I can agree with. They got Deontay Johnson. Yeah. The next one I can agree with, Cleveland Browns. I think the Cleveland, that's my surprise team of the year. Yeah. Nick Chubbs, obviously, uh, they don't have Kareem Hunt. Uh, Amari Cooper will be good. Amari uh, Cooper been one of the most consistent players in the league. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones will be yeah. better this year. I think he, the, He's I think a deep threat. Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a deep threat. I think the quarterback having a whole offseason is going to be really good. And then number 11. And it's because of one player is the Las Vegas Raiders, Devontae Adams. Because, I mean, and they do have Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs. He's the number one rated wide receiver in my book. He's 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 a one or two. And that's who's gonna play who's gonna play tight end? I don't know. That's 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 a ball that they got to fill. Yeah. Hunter Winfrey there. They did pick up Austin Hooper to play tight end. And they traded up in the second round to get Michael Myers from Mayer from Notre yeah. So that's something. Here's something interesting. The Atlanta Falcons, they're, they're estimating, they're doing a lot of saying that these players, B. John Robinson, everybody. But Ritter, they, uh, the owner, owner for the Falcons say Ritter is going to be the guy. Yeah. They already decide that. So. But they got Drake Lummy. Kylie Pitts was hurt, yes, last year. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So they got some issues. I can't see them being a, t- a top 10 team. Jacksonville, now I don't have an argument with Jacksonville being number nine. Yeah, yeah, just because of the way they play. They got, <laughs> they got some talent. That's yeah, Evan Ingram, Crystal Kurtz, Zay this, Jones. You know, you know the difference in Jacksonville is the creativity of the head coach, Doug Peterson, putting, his, putting those receivers in a position to catch balls. And yep. they, they they got a good they got a good scheme, good offensive scheme. Yeah. And so then, then they got Kevin Rigby from yeah. uh, from Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. As long as he don't bet on anything. Well, you know who had a good year last year? Who's that? Evan Ingram. Tight yeah, end. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I, they got talent. I like them. Travis Etienne. Yeah. Now here's the thing. The number eight team is the Miami Dolphins. I would have ranked them higher. I think Miami should be in the top five. I do too. They got first of all, they got speed at the wide receiver, and and in the play, they can they can cut it up and go. They yeah. they they are they are dynamic at the wide receiver spot. Yeah, real quick because we got to go in a few minutes. The number one team is San Francisco. The number two team is Cincinnati. The number three team is Philadelphia. The number four team is Seattle. The number five team is Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the number six team is the Minnesota Vikings. The number seven team is the Dallas Cowboys. So they're saying the Cowboys are the second best team uh, offensive personnel in the NFC East. And then the number eight team is the Miami Dolphins, which I I mean, so that's, that's that's not mine. That's not mine. Yeah, but I'm just telling you what how he ranked them. So. I, I would say I say the number one team would be Cincinnati Bengals over Philadelphia. Yeah, then Philadelphia, then Miami, 49ers. I don't know where they got the Seahawks up there. I think the Cowboys might be around fifth or sixth. Just yeah. the, the the Cow- I, I like the 49ers. But because they got Debo, they got they give you they got you got issues. Brandon Ayuk is getting better. 
Yeah, you, you. I think the 49ers got to be in the top three, and and then and then the Cowboys, the Vikings got got for his receiver goes. The Vikings got to be in the top six. Yeah, but they are in the top six. But we got to get out of here. This was good stuff. This was good stuff today, and we'll go back on it tomorrow, uh, next week earlier. But it's always good having you on here. It's always being on here with you. But we got to get out of here. Let's get out. Go pay some bills. All right. All right. See you. See you later. All right. Thanks.